Hello, this is Father Randy Sly with another installment of Day by Day, where each day we take a look at a reading from Holy Scripture found in the Daily Mass. And today is Friday of the first week of Advent, but today is also a solemnity and a day of holy obligation. Today is the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. For you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end." But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, the reading today, of course, is the Annunciation, where the angel Gabriel comes to the Blessed Mother and gives her the good news that she has been chosen by God to become the mother of the Son of God, the Messiah, the one who will come into the world. And the uh, it's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful passage, and uh, one that, again, reminds us of the significance of the calling and also the need for her to be prepared in her heart for such a time as this. Because at the end, after just this announcement, she willingly made herself available to the Lord and said, May it be done to me according to your word. But before this, before the coming of Christ into the world, much more preparation had to be done. You know, I, I think about uh, there's this house down the street from where I live who does an amazing, elaborate Christmas display. They even have music playing on a radio station so that when you drive up, you can tune to a radio station and hear music that's coordinated with the lights. And so the li- different lights come on with different parts of the music, uh, different trackings of lights. It's very beautiful. It's a beautiful dancing light uh, production. And 
it's interesting because uh, whenever I'm on my way back and forth from the church or going other places, I will watch them uh, about about the first part of November they start and they begin putting some of the little pieces out and they put a piece here a piece there the first thing they have to do is lay all of the extension cords out where they need to go it's an elaborate thing and it takes a lot of time to uh, put together and of course all of us really enjoy it coming and going but it takes preparation and the same is true for the coming of the Christ child. It was not that uh, God simply, uh, you know, just before things started to happen, said, you know what? We need a volunteer. Let's go to Mary and sends uh, Gabriel. There was a lot of preparation that went back a long way, even as far as 800 years before the time of Christ we have with Isaiah prophecies, not only about the coming of the Messiah, but prophecies about the virgin who will give birth. And so there are all of these amazing prophecies that have been lodged and preserved in Holy Scripture. But then the mother of God herself has to be prepared. And this is where today's solemnity really uh, is so important for us to remember. The Immaculate Conception. Now, when of course, we think of the Immaculate Conception, that is, this is not the Immaculate Conception of Jesus, which some of our uh, Protestant brothers and sisters assume that's what we're talking about, but this is the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin herself. And uh, this is a dogma of the church. It is a statement of faith, an article revealed by God as a part of the magisterium that is necessary to be believed uh, by those that are in the church. And here's how it's described in the catechism. The most blessed Virgin Mary was, from the first moment of her conception, by a singular grace and privilege of Almighty God, and by virtue of the merits of Jesus Christ, Savior of the human race, preserved immune from all stain of original sin. So in other words, she lived in a state of sanctifying grace that was won by the merits of her son on the cross, but just as God could apply it to us today, he also could take it and apply it at an earlier time in history because he is outside of time. So by those merits applied to her at her conception that she was born without original sin. She needed a redeemer just as we do. She is not a god. She is fully human. But because of the call that was on her, she needed to have grace at the moment of her conception so that her humanity could be pure and spotless because in order for the sacrifice of Christ to be one of a pure sacrifice without sin, he would need a human nature that had no original sin. And so that had to be given to him by Mary, who was the one who gave him his humanity. And uh, the Immaculate Conception, of course, was always believed by the church, but uh, was not brought into the church until more recent times. And so what we have here is just, again, the, uh, the work of God in preparation 
for the coming of Jesus, that he might be a sinless redeemer, that he might be a redeemer whose death on the cross would not be for himself and his sin, but rather for the sins of others, that he might stand in our place. And so we have this beautiful gift that was given to the Blessed Mother through which she was able to be fully and completely used by God in such a marvelous way. So today is this wonderful solemnity. It's a day of holy obligation, what I like to call a daily day of holy opportunity. So I'm hoping that you're attending Mass today, uh, as is necessary, and that uh, you might just even take time to reflect upon the wonderful gift that God has given us in the Blessed Mother, the Redeemer's Mother, the one who was used by God as the Ark of the New Covenant, the one who uh, was used to bring Jesus into the world. So may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, on this Advent journey that uh, we're taking, uh, and it's a short Advent this year because we don't have any days in the uh, fourth week of Advent. We have the fourth Sunday of Advent, and that night is Christmas Eve. So it's a much shorter Advent season. But still in regard to that, just remember how important it is for us to see the work of God uh, as something to reflect upon, embrace, and renew in our hearts during this Christmas season as we anticipate celebrating his first coming and anticipate the experience of his second coming, whether it be at the end of time or when we meet him at the time of our death. So may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.